Good morning. You know who this is. This is Ed. Of Ed's bookshelf. We are continuing the story of the roses. This is part five. She looked at him quietly. For a moment, she stopped, started again, and stopped the back and forth motions of her body's rocking. Slowly, she stood and walked over to him. It was as if she knew him. She held both arms out to him. Easing his head into her stomach, she held him softly. Her left arm encircled his head slowly. And with her right hand, slowly patted the top of his head. Oh, Lisa, Lisa, you been a bad girl. Where you been, Lisa? Where you been? Her saddened voice asked and then grew quiet. For Mr. Rose, it wasn't the words his wife had just spoken. It was the touch that mattered the most. He knew that in his own heart somewhere her mind was on Lisa, but the touch was for him. The next morning, they both stood in the alley behind the complex, waiting for the moment to arrive. The ambulance came slowly down the driveway. It seemed to take forever to get to them. As the driver and attendant got out of the vehicle, they looked fearful. Is this the patient? The driver asked. Yes, it's my wife, sir answered Mr. Rose. Let's put her in the back of the ambulance on the right side, the attendant suggested. Opening the back door of the ambulance required some time. A heavy lock had to be removed first. The door opened slowly and gave a clanging sound as it did. It had a small window in it with bars covering it. Helping Miss Rose up into the vehicle, the driver said, Be careful, lady. Miss Rose eased herself without injury into the back of the ambulance. The attendant got in with her and started to put the heavy leather straps around her arms. Mr. Rose cried out, Do you have to do that? Yes, sir, it's for hers and our protection. You can't be too careful. They don't know what they're doing sometimes, you know, he said matter-of-factly, as he had been doing for years without the awareness the job needed. Looking at Mr. Rose, Miss Rose appeared calm, rocking gently back and forth, unaware she would never return home again. Can I say goodbye, asked Mr. Rose. Yes, sir, replied the driver.
Climbing into the ambulance, Mr. Rose spoke slowly to his wife. I love you, Miss Rose. I will be out to see you every week. I love you, Juanita. He had not called her that for 30 years. Miss Rose looked slowly at him. Her eyes misty, and for the first time in many months, she smiled. His nights were terrors of aloneness. Everything in the apartment reminded him of his absent wife. He walked like a stranger throughout the apartment, allowing his hands to feel all that belonged to her. He sat in her favorite rocker and rocked. He rocked until the movement seemed to intensify into a maddening frenzy. The intense rocking threw him onto the floor. His arms caught the impact of his fall. Mr. Rose lay there. They escorted her into her room. It was small. It's an old bed that had the appearance of being used for years and never moved from its spot in the corner. Miss Rose entered the room slowly. She walked quietly to the window and looked out. The day was cold. The wind howled. The view was barren. She felt the same. There were others there like her. Souls that slowly walked or stood erect and still for hours in one place, moving only if an attendant pitied them or they fell down. Here she would remain until death released her from both prisons, the sanitarium, and her body. Mr. Rose sat at the kitchen table. Tears filled his eyes. What could he do? How would he survive? Slowly he walked to his apartment door opened it and went outside. The air was crisp and cold. As he stood silently for some time, he watched the tenants in the complex yard below. His eyes remained on a site he observed for years and never really looked at it before with any interest. In the center of the courtyard was a large oak tree. It was a large, crusty tree bearing hundreds of imprints put there by the dwellers of the complex over the years. As he looked, he saw a small black bird return to its nest with something in its beak. The sight was so natural to him. The female bird stayed home protecting the young. The male went out, found food, returned, fed his family. Mr. Rose, looking intently at this sight, said softly to himself, that bird would never leave its family by itself. He always returns home, always to remain with its mate. Returning inside, he sat at the kitchen table again. 
He sat for a long period, deep in thought. The furrows of his brow became deeper. Could he do it? Would he be found out? He thought for a few moments longer. He knew then what he must do. Mr. Rose started taking clothes from the drawer and threw them on the floor. A neat man, he now transformed himself into a man who no longer cared about how he appeared to others or himself. As the days passed, the other tenants saw a man they felt was not aware of what was going on around him. His clothing was unkempt. They saw him sitting alone for several hours in the corner of the complex. He's sick, they said. Yeah, they answered. It's like his wife, Miss Rose. It's like he lost his mind too, they said. Yeah, they said. It's sad, they said. We better get some help for Mr. Rose. He couldn't stand losing his wife. What a shame, they said. And so they called the same number as Mr. Rose had once done for his beloved wife. They waited in the alley behind the complex with Mr. Rose until the ambulance arrived. He stood there with a blank expression on his face, his clothing soiled and wet. Small drops of drool hung perilously from his quivering lips. This the patient? The ambulance driver asked. Yeah they said. He looks like the old guy who was with the lady we picked up here before, the appendant replied. It was his wife, they whispered. Gee, that's too bad. Both of them gone crazy. I seen it before, the attendant said to the driver. Yeah, said one. They strapped Mr. Rose into his seat while the attendants looked on. Goodbye, Mr. Rose. God bless you, they said. The ambulance eased out of the alley and headed north. Where do we put this guy, the attendant asked the director. Who is he, replied the director of the institution. A new patient. Say, we brought his wife in here five months ago. They both have lost it now, said the attendant. Hey, let's put the guy in the room with his wife. They don't know each other anymore. Besides, they can't do anything, said the director. Yeah, that's good. Okay, old dude, let's go to the bridal suite, laughed the attendant out loud. She led the slow-walking, disoriented Mr. Rose down the hall to his room. Miss Rose saw his beloved wife sitting in a chair, looking out the window, slowly rocking. The end of part five.